0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first episode of our podcast, ITOA Today. Before we get started with our first guest, I wanted to give you some insight into this new podcast series from Blue Medora. First of all, if you aren't familiar with Blue Medora, we are an IT operations and analytics company headquartered in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We're actually celebrating our 10th anniversary in just a few weeks. And over that time, we focus on extending the capabilities of the best ITOA, APM, and cloud management platforms into every layer of the IT stack. Today, we are the leading provider of management packs for VMware's cloud management platform and recently launched an innovative database management platform called SelectStar. If you want to learn more, head on over to our website at bluemedora.com for details. Now, back to the podcast. Throughout this series, which we'll be featuring on a weekly basis, we'll be featuring industry experts to talk about best practices and key trends in the IT operational analytics and monitoring space. What we've learned in the past decade is that ITOA can have a positive impact across the IT stack, helping you simplify troubleshooting, better use your resources, and most importantly, improve performance. So today, to kick off the series, I'm excited to have one of Blue Medora's own experts with me, Brian Williams. Welcome to the show, Brian.
1: Happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Awesome. Well, before we kick off with the questions that I have for you today, um, how about if you just give the audience you know, some insight into your role at BlueMedora and some background that you have in the industry?
1: Yeah. So here at BlueMedora, I'm a solutions architect. Uh, what that really means is that I specialize in implementations of the software and helping people evaluate uh, what they need to get out of it. My history here, I've worked on a number of operations platforms and APM platforms at Blue Medora, and in my past life, I was an IT systems administrator. So I do understand what a lot of our end users are going through when it comes down to choosing a platform or making the right choices around it.
0: Excellent. I know you're always my go-to when I have uh, some questions about our products and that sort of thing. So I know you'll have some good insight into talking about ITOA. We thought that, you know, for our first podcast, as we're talking about ITOA today, there are a number of people, you know, when they first start talking with Blue Medora or that we interact with in the field that, you know, just don't really know what ITOA is. So with this podcast, we'll be focusing on talking about that and giving some insight into what that means and how you can make it work for you just to drive that performance across your IT stack. So, with that, I'll kick it off with our first question that we have for Brian. So, I mean, Brian, in your words, how would you define ITOA?
1: So, ITOA can be a complicated subject if you want to make it so. Uh, To me, what ITOA really is is information technology operations analytics. And if you go to Wikipedia, you're going to see a definition of that, something similar to the approach or method to retrieve, analyze, or report data for IT operations. Uh, You know, this can get into big data analytics all the way to large data sets uh, to prove business insights or business value. Uh, Really, to me, in the modern world of IT infrastructure, it's going to be a combination of operations and analytics. Operations are platforms that are going to tell you when a system is online, fire an alert for a critical metric, or let you know what's happening or as it happens the analytics piece of the ITOA, ITOA is where you're starting to get into machine learning, uh, deep deeper insights into what may be happening with anomalies, and really hopefully predict issues before they happen.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. I think one of the things that is really interesting that you hit on is you know looking at things as it happens. I think as we've seen in the past probably five or seven years as people have become more reliant on social media in their own personal lives. There's even more of a focus of that in the business world because we know that when it comes down to updates on you know, what family members are doing, we're able to get that. So why can't we get that information when it comes to the IT stack and some of the business problems that we're having?
1: Exactly. And IT admins were constantly being asked, can we go faster? This is one way to do that.
0: Definitely. I think that has to be every IT person's least favorite question is how fast can you go? How much faster can you do it? (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, you know, I think that there is some confusion in the industry today because, you know, as it becomes more dynamic and as people focus even more on real time analytics, um, more and more acronyms are being thrown at us. So I know a newer one that has hit is Application Performance Management or APM. So how would you define the difference between ITOA and APM?
1: There's gonna be a number of differences between ITOA and APM. Uh, Really what APM is, Application Performance Management. Um, That's really where we're going to be looking at the application or the end user perspective. So first and foremost, um, in in the modern world, quite often applications are king. They are going to drive a lot of the operations or availability of the applications and really what's going on in your organization. With uh, APM, a tool like that, we're gonna be able to see exactly what the user is experiencing with real-time data and really drive that deeper insight into pieces of software. Uh, So it's really gonna be focusing for that that end user experience. The real difference between APM and ITOA is APM is gonna be a little bit more reactionary. You're going to see alarms or you're going to see alerts as things are happening. Uh, If you have users hitting a website, uh, you're gonna be able to see that in real time. The difference is ITOA is really gonna connect out to more endpoints and try to get your entire environment so that it can potentially predict issues before they occur that's really kind of the heart of the difference between the two and the fact that you're starting at an IT infrastructure system for the ITOA for most accounts
0: that's fantastic i think that's a great way to differentiate between the two and i think you know some of the easiest ways to look at the differences is when you have some real world examples so do you have a couple that you could share in terms of ITOA and how it's applied in the real world today?
1: Yeah, there are definitely a number of ways to apply ITOA in the real world. Um, Once you get down to it, a lot of it is choosing a platform that exists today. Uh, Many of the leading software vendors, um, when it comes to the IT space, will have offerings out there, uh, but it's really about choosing the right platform for you. And from there, there are some key values or key things you can do in the real world once you want to use that software. Uh, Probably, in my experience, the primary use case for ITOA is going to be root cause analysis. You know, that's where you're going to be able to bring in different types of endpoints, maybe your virtualization network, or maybe some cloud activity of going on your organization, bringing all that together to try to determine when there are system outages that maybe be your users experiencing. What is the root cause of that? Is it high latency at the network? Is it an issue with your storage system? Uh, is it your cloud provider? What could be causing the poor performance? And being able to find that faster uh, can all keep us employed. So finding root cause is definitely one of the highest picks in that aspect. Beyond that, there are some other really important pieces of implementing ITOA in the real world. Uh, you also want to get into things like problem assignment. So if you do see an alert, you can assign that to uh, the right person to take care of it. Maybe you want service impact analysis. So if there are outages in your system, you want to know exactly what aspects of the business that's going to negatively impact before it actually happens. Uh, Beyond that, you're really going to want to get into real-time application behavior learning. That's where you're going to get into some of the analytics engines that are available for those platforms. And even deeper in that, concept are things like dynamic baselines and dynamic thresholds where the machine learning can actually learn what your normal metrics are and adjust to those so that you don't have to set up as many of hard threshold alerts in your environment and you can keep track of what's really going on.
0: Yeah, I think that's great and I think all of those kind of highlight, you know, the main benefit of ITOA is just getting that visibility and that granular level detail that you previously didn't have before. So I think, you know, with ITOA it It really gives you that insight that you need so that you can pinpoint problems as they come up instead of having to go through seven different internal groups or taking a look at all of these different software solutions to determine, okay, is this the thing that's causing my issue?
1: Exactly. And that's really what it's all about is getting that data and then analyzing the data for better business decisions.
0: Definitely. So, I mean, with that being said, how do you think ITOA will continue to transform in the future?
1: I think there's a lot of places uh, that I2A could improve, um, whether that's better capacity tooling, maybe better automate automatic uh, problem detection and remediation. But there are some concepts that I'm really interested in that I'll see more of as this goes along. Things like microservices and containerization. Uh, that's stuff that's really starting to become popular in the real world. And we need a way to operas- operationalize the management of those services. Uh, we're also going to see new and cool things in the world of autopilot or self healing. Um, the potential for a data center to find its own issue and resolve it itself automatically. It's a very interesting concept, and there's a lot that can be done in the future with ITOA.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. I really think, you know, when you take a look at the different technologies that are out there, it's kind of one of the most novel concepts. I know it's been around for quite a bit, but if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, it has a lot to go as it it continues to develop. So with that being said, um, you know, obviously if an organization is looking for an ITOA platform, what are some of the key functionality or features that, you know, they should prioritize as they go about the search?
1: Now, there are definitely a number of things you need to focus on when you're looking for an ITOA solution. Number one, though, I'll go with the uh, golden rule of our CEO at Madure, Nathan Owen, has always told me, is are my servers online? Availability is key. Uh, knowing when things are powered on, when things are available, and when users are actually accessing those resources is going to be key to analyzing your infrastructure and knowing exactly what's going on. That's n- rule number one. Beyond that, you're gonna wanna look at the ability to to find your root cause analysis, whether that's through deeper relationships between the different components or the ability to see the correct types of metrics for your various servers. It's really important to be able to find that root cause and find it quickly. Uh, Beyond that, I would also recommend to look at a system that has predictive analytics and anomaly alerting capabilities, as well as even getting into the world of log and event analytics. Of course, you want a system that's going to be able to take your unstructured data or your log data and parse that out into the platform as well so that you can keep track of even the more expansive types of alerting out there. Now, with all those different types of features, you're going to want to find a platform that works for you based on the environment you have, but there are a lot out there, so have fun. (laughs)
0: Yes, I do know that it is definitely a search that can take time, but it's definitely worth it in the end once you have a solid ITOA platform in place and you start being able to dig into that data like you've never been able to before.
1: Exactly. And sometimes that level of confidence is the difference between taking a vacation away from your job or staying late to make sure everything's running properly so you don't lose any sleep.
0: Definitely. Well, those are all the questions that we had for Brian today as we kick off our ITOA Today podcast series. So thank you, Brian, for joining us and sharing your insight into the industry. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Laura. I had a great time.
0: Excellent. Uh, And for you, our listeners, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast so that you know when new episodes come out. We will be posting them every Thursday um, and for more information about what we'll be featuring in future episodes, definitely take a look at our website, bluemedora.com. Otherwise, we look forward to seeing you next time.